What up, everybody? Welcome back to Papa. This is, uh, fuck it. What is it? Wait, I don't even know what episode this is. Episode 19? 19. Let's go. 19. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. It's Super Bowl week. Uh, Super Bowl is coming up. It's Friday, September, fucking February. I don't know why September came to mind. February 11th of 2022. Two days till the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. Let's jump right into it. All right, first and foremost, windbreakers are fire. Berkman, can you confirm? Yeah, the windbreakers are sick. Thank you to Champion for reaching out to us and asking for the collab. Yeah, I mean, we've really gone places. Like To think we didn't have Champion and now we just have Champion windbreakers. Like, what, what can we say? Shout out, to the, uh, shout out to the guys at Champion. Yeah, thank you. For, shout out to Paul at Champion for reaching out to us. For Paul, the- gotta love Paul. But yeah, um, so we're gonna kick it off with uh, uh, our picks for some Super Bowl. Not the picks you might be thinking of, but first off, I wanted to mention something. I got an ESPN article up right now, and the title reads: "Businessman Jim Mattress Mac McIngavale places five million dollar bet on the Bengals." Wait, the let me Super- stop you. Have you never heard of this guy before? He's famous. No, I just, I can't pronounce that last name. No, have you never heard of this guy before? I've heard of him, but I honestly don't know what he does. He, he's just known for he bets. Yeah, I've, oh, I've seen his bets. That's what it does. Sound, it rings a bell. But I, Mick, Mick, Ing, Mick Ingleville, I don't know. I'm just not going to Call him Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac. Yeah. I, I'm, I was reading the title word for word. Can I continue? Yeah. All right, $5 million dollar bet. I, I mean, if I had that type of money, I would probably double that. I mean, the Bengals are going to win. Anything else? You know what? We're gonna discuss that later. We're gonna start this super. We're gonna start this Super Bowl podcast up. We're gonna make Super Bowl special, boys. Super Bowl special. We're gonna start this up. Hundred million viewers. Crazy shit going on. We're gonna start this podcast by some prop bets, but they're not your typical ones. They're gonna be super related, funny prop bets, and we're gonna start it off with one that's a little bit objective some might say that you know you won't be able to decide if the who won the prop bet at the end but this one we're going to go with will the halftime show be good oh what are this this is a fucking great question for pat i'm i'm facetiming him in hold up you're going to be good right kendrick snoop dog dr dre mary j blige and eminem it's obviously going to be good all right patty loves all of those people i'm facetiming him right now Yo, Patty. So we're you're on the podcast live right now. Um, we have a question for you because I know you love all the artists that are uh, performing at the halftime show. Do you think it's gonna be good? What do you think it's gonna be good? I, I think it's gonna be amazing. I mean, I, I've been a big fan of Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar for like you know a while now, and honestly, one of my favorite artists, Snoop Dogg, Gin and Juice, best song ever created. Snoop Dogg is daddy, um, to, to, to say the least. Snoop Dogg so is Patty, daddy. You heard it here first from the Bapa podcast. Snoop Dogg is daddy. Anything else? Patty, how much money would you put on the halftime show being good? Um, I would put on my whole entire salary. Which you, right, you yeah. heard it here first. Noah Patty would put his whole right, entire you, salary on the Super Bowl show being good. I think it's going to be good personally. We got some big names. Eminem performs well. Snoop Dogg, everyone knows who he is. He's a pretty big face in the music industry but overall i'm gonna take i'm gonna put my money down on the super bowl halftime show being good 
I agree. I was actually listening to Eminem on the way home from work. Love Eminem. Uh, Workman, what are your thoughts? They left Kanye out. Uh, Kanye is not mentally stable to do this. Kanye isn't ready for a Super Bowl halftime show, but Kanye is still the greatest artist of all time, undoubtedly, but Eminem is close second. I've been listening to Eminem since 2017, so I'm super excited for this. Patty knows that I'm a big Eminem fan. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm most excited for, Eminem. Hopefully they play some Without Me, the real Slim Shady. Uh, other Eminem songs, maybe the less known songs, probably not, but because it's big mainstream halftime show, but we'll hear some of the big classics. He'll pop off to some Rap God. I, I don't think they'll play Rap God. I don't think he, you think he can still do that. Yeah. Like, as good as he initially did it. Yeah. I don't think rapping fades like it does, like, athletics. Yeah, no, I don't either. No. Vocals, vocals are a little bit different. But uh, Can we keep vocals, it on the vocals? Yeah, speaking, on the- of, speaking of vocals, how long? Uh, over, under, on the national anthem, a minute and 35 seconds. What do we got, boys? Over. It's a magical moment. They're going to want to stretch it out. It's a big deal. It's deep. always over, yeah. I, I Is think, it, has it ever been under? I, I think it's like an thunder on that. over. I'm not actually going to look up. Isn't it like 10 straight years or something? It's been over. Like you want, they want to hold it out. They're not going to like go under. Vegas got to be losing money on that bet. I don't know who would bet on the under. Definitely over for that. You know what? We're dead. As Brett gets that, let's start moving on to the next question. We're going to keep, we're, we're really going musical on this podcast. Will, and this one is, will any words be left out of the national anthem? No, what? What the word? (laughs) They get left out of the uh, I, I think I, me and my dad have noticed every year they miss something always. They, all, they always try to add their own touch, and it never works. Yeah, but I, don't people just get mad at that? No, that's, that's them adding their own touch, like stretching it out. That's not them skipping words. No, I've noticed they skip words sometimes. It's a real bet you can make. <laughs> Brad, I got to be honest. I'm going to stick with Berkman on this one. I'm going right. to bet against them it's missing not, words I'm, in the I'm national anthem. I'm not the bookie. You, um, no, you got, the imagine being the NFL put you as the role to sing the national anthem to the hundred million people tuning in for this game, and you're just gonna skip skip words and disrespect the national anthem. I just don't see that happening. Talk yeah, about disrespecting the national anthem with the NFL. But yeah, to answer that question, um 2021 through 2013, it was all over a minute 35, but 2012 is actually a minute 34 by Kelly Clarkson. And then the list goes on of just all over 135. So we've actually had one. We're all the under has only hit for one last second in all of like since 1990, I think. Just don't let Kelly Clarkson sing the Super Bowl and bet on the over. That's the key takeaway. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's probably like counting in her head, like I'm gonna fuck everybody's bet. I'm gonna make it one second less. People have their timers out. And she had like, a side deal with Vegas. Yeah, she had a side deal. She she probably made mad money. It's a country singer, Mickey Guyton singing. Uh, and talking about money, what will the result of the coin toss be? Tails never fails. It, it rhymes. It makes sense. I don't know what else to say. Heads. Tails. Heads. Um, Tails. This one's pretty tough. Should I, well, you know what I'm going to I'm going to get a coin and flip it, and this is going to tell us what the what's going to happen tomorrow night. Here we go. Let's go. We need a coin. Oh, Siri said tails. Siri never lies ever. No, no, we're gonna flip a real coin. Well, it's gonna be tails. All right, we got we got oh, ourselves fair. a coin. Heads. We're gonna flip it on the podcast. We got tails. heads and tails. I just throw it on the ground. Throw it like a real NFL. 
We got tails. So my bet for tomorrow is tails. Let's we had the first coin toss here. My fucking dick. We flipped Sorry, a penny I, I, here. I like right. I we had our own coin toss. You know what? Bengals pick tails tomorrow, and, and you'll, you'll be able to defer. Tails never fails. I saw it here first. Got to go with that. Berkman, I'm sorry for getting so uh, uh, offensive on that, but I, I just like being right a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not used to it. I understand. No, actually, I texted that to Resnick last night. Remember, he was like, Tom Brady's the MVP for honors. And, well, it was Aaron Rodgers. Surprise, surprise. Looks like somebody's a fucking bandwagon. Sorry, Resnick, calling you out. Love you, kid. Okay, so this next question relates to who Resnick will be rooting for tomorrow because he'll, he'll probably be rooting for whoever wins the Super Bowl. So what Gatorade color will the team that wins pour on their head coach? I'm going last because I have some insider info. Berkman, do you want to start it off? Blue. Why? Uh, LA Rams colors are blue. That's actually the same way I was thinking. I was going to go orange because I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. And if you win the Super Bowl, you pour your team colors on the coach. You're not going to pour blue. The Rams the are wearing white, so but I feel like white Gatorade might be a little unlikely for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to have orange Gatorade. Watch out, Zach Taylor. You're about to get orange all over you. Um. So the inside information actually comes up with two results. Uh, I've been working, and every day I work, I listen to part of my takes. And part of my take is interviewed CJ Uzama, Evan McPherson, the, the kicker goat, and they have Sam Hubbard. So they, they've asked all of them what the, what the Gatorade color tends to be, and they keep saying orange, but I'm not going with orange. I'm going with clear because CJ Uzama is usually going to be the one to pour the actual, do the action of pouring the Gatorade. And CJ Uzama said, and I quote, not to the, I paraphrase, and I paraphrase, I'm a water guy. I usually go for the clear stuff. So I'm actually going to go, it's water. He's going to pour water because he's the one pouring. And he knows where the water is because he drinks water during the game. It all adds up. It's clear. It's, it's CJ Uzama pouring on Zach Taylor. To so he's going to pour they win, water? By the way. Uh, if the Rams that, that's that whole not Gatorade. Up. No, Does that even count? Like, it's not Gatorade. It's actually called, the, it's supposed to be the beverage because sometimes there's water in it. You can bet, you can bet it. It, it, it's, it's the same bet. It's called clear slash water. In other words, I think the white Gatorade is what you're on a less tasty topic. Will Odell shit himself during the game? Oh, no, I meant will he score a touchdown during the game? He's having a kid. So I say if the kid comes before the Super Bowl, yes. If after, then no. Why do you say that? Because everyone plays better when they just had a kid. We're kind of going with like science. That's science right there. Wait, what? What's that thing in the winter? Like people say, like makes the winter go longer or shorter. Like hog edge. day or some shit. Yeah, dude, that happened. I don't even know. Odell Hog Day. Odell Hog Day. Odell Child Day. Yeah, that, that just doesn't. That doesn't work. I think Odell will score a touchdown. He's been on a roll lately, and I think it'll be a high-scoring game. And they'll look for like what do you think. Like if you're at, if you're someone wants to bet on Odell to score a touchdown, how much money you think they should put down? Like how confident are you in this? Uh, it depends how rich they are. Me. And uh, there goes Berkman. You'll uh, never know. No, nah, if, if if you want me, how much? Do you, how for me to lose my money? 
I would put, I don't know, like you never bet more than like 50 cents on things. <laughs> hey, I don't actually bet anything. So I guess, Underage. I guess bet like a dollar 50 on it. Hey, oh shit, I was thinking like a dollar 50. Cents. What about for like some other people uh, who, put, who put a little more on? What about like, like uh, I feel, I feel pretty confident with a pl- with a $500 bet on an Odell Beckham Jr. touchdown. Probably yeah. win like around like one 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 k. Probably get. You like, heard it here first. Max Max Berkman says put five hundred dollars. Let me say you, hear, you heard it here first. So much. He said it a lot. We both do. You heard uh, it here first. Which coach will challenge first? I'll just Sean say Sean McVay challenges. Sean worse. McVay will challenge the other coach challenging. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and by other coach, I meant Zach Taylor. Sorry to offend the Bengals fans. Um, all right. He, he, here's a guy who says, now here's a guy a lot. How many times is Chris Collinsworth going to say, now here's a guy. The spread is five and a half. I'm, just, I'm taking the over because here's a guy that loves saying words. And when you like saying specific words, the guy tends to say the same word. I think I messed myself up, but it's going to be over five and a half. I really think it's going to be under just have a feeling. You know, sometimes the gut is the best way. To just bet, but I wouldn't know because I'm underage and I don't actually gamble. All right, do we think there's going to be a streaker? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. But if I feel like if there would be, it's going to be like someone with a sign about like get. uh, Actually, wait, no, I'm not. Not I'm not going to say that. Never mind. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna bet on there being a streaker. You know what? Is that if I want to make some big money on a prop bet, I'm going to put it on there being a streaker. I'm that's sure a plus big, 400. That's a good high. way to get your prop bet up. Like, if you want to have a big prop bet, big winnings, like, put down a million and make, like, 50 can't million. Wait, if, if there's a prop <laughs> bet, if there's going to be a streaker or not, can't you go to the Super Bowl and put, like, a billion dollars on that bet, then streak the field, spend the night in jail, and then make a ton of money? But – if you get caught before the act, you just lost a whatever you bet. So yeah. Or are you? But is it? The you securities, I mean, the security should be top notch. The Super Bowl. So. Wait, but would you get in trouble for manipulating bets if you then paid someone to streak on the field? No, if you oh. did the act. Well, you can't. You can't pay, but you could do it yourself. But it'd be hard to. It's hard to streak. Like a normal like game, it's not as hard. But like. Also, I feel Bowl, like people that are at the Super Bowl don't aren't really like lacking money and need to. Do you can buy like a front row seat and then you can streak. Yeah, if you're if you're if you can already get to the first row, I think you're pretty set off in life. Yeah, so. you're probably good. <laughs> yeah. Um. You probably don't need to do that. Let's go to the next one, Lefty. You wrote this one. The next one. Since we're mocking Chris Collinsworth and him saying, "Now here's the guy," we're gonna we're gonna change this topic fit and we're gonna mock ourselves and say, "How many times will the words you heard it here first be said on our next podcast?" Next one, so not all right because we've already said it like fifteen times in this one. I'm gonna well, what's we we need to make a spread. I say the spread's four and a half. You guys agree? <laughs> yeah, solid. I think that's a little high. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go under there. We say it a bunch, but four and a half. I don't think we're saying it five times. Well, no, I, I'm gonna manipulate this shit. No, I'm not actually. I'm I'm gonna take the under. I think we've said it a lot here, and I think it's only been like three times. So Brett's gonna go with the. You heard it here route. first. The under four and a half. Yep. Under four and a half. I'm but now we've said it a lot on this podcast. Well, we've so said we'd it be on the over. Yes, yeah, so we'd be on the over. Well, but you said it's for the next one. Yeah. So this All one's right. an over. But Moving for the on. Next one. 
Yeah. Moving on. This one's very important. Uh, will Jackson Mahomes post a TikTok during Super Bowl 56 from start of the first quarter to end of the fourth quarter of game time? What are we thinking? Does it have to be football related? No, any TikTok. How much is he posting on TikTok these days? I, I, I'd lie to you if I said I was looking up Jackson Mahomes' TikTok, but now actually I'm going through to figure it out. Is it, I'm assuming it's just, just Jackson Mahomes. I'm, like, I'm assuming it's just his name. Um, let's see. He's posted one. Oh, he hasn't posted one week ago. Oh, I'm going to go with no. No, he won't. No, nah, I'm, I'm saying yes. He's saving a big one for the Super Bowl. He hasn't been posting that much. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with no here. But on this next question, will Chase Claypool post a TikTok during the Super Bowl? I'm going to go with a yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a no for that one. I'm going to go with a no for that one. I haven't heard much about him, and I hope I don't. So <laughs> Claypool always wants to be there in the big moments. He'll show up. Chase Claypool's last three TikToks have been ele- November 2nd, December 2nd, and five days ago. He hasn't five been- days ago. You see, he's already prepping for the Super Bowl. He's not going to post one. I'm going to go with no for that. <laughs> I agree with Berkman on there. Maybe Juju will, though. <laughs> All right. What about uh, Antonio Juju's, Brown? Juju's is going to be a sponsor, though. It's going to be. Wait, I have a real. This one's not on our list, but before we go into our actual predictions for the game, will the, how many commercials will feature Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Two. No, one. It's going to be. Well, wait, different commercials or like same commercial? Can the same commercial twice count? No, they don't do that. They don't do. Oh, that, no one's paying because it's already like ten million dollars. Well, yeah. Well, I forgot. My bad. No, they do the. They did like one year. They had the NFL 100 like a billion times. Yeah, well, that that's not necessary. I got it. All right, shut up. <laughs> um, one. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like no. Yeah, because there's. I feel like there's gonna be like an ESPN Plus commercial about a show or something. But that's well. Oh wait, no, wait, wait. There was no spread. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with two. You said one. I'm going two. I can't do this. I'm gonna go with over. If we're gonna do this, let's put the spread at two. What was the spread? Over. I'm just gonna say there's gonna be one. All right, then I'm going for push. I'm betting the push. It's, if it's two, it's gotta be like a half. We'll, we'll call it. We'll call it one and a half. And I'll bet. The I'm over. definitely going the over. Oh, he has so much to promote right now. now. No, I. It could be zero though too. That's a huge. I said yeah, one or none. Um. I mean, I, that can go either way, honestly. Wait, what if Brady thanks the Patriots on a Super Bowl commercial? What What is the uh, yeah? What if Brady buys a Super Bowl commercial specifically for the Patriots fans, and it's like a super long one? It's like a double, and he's just a montage of him and the Pats. I I really I expect him to do that. We, yeah, we'd spend like the he'd spend the ten million dollars we wouldn't pay him on thanking us. Let's see how much a. Uh, Double. No, it's it's like five million dollars for third third thirty second commercial. I think it's six point five million for thirty seconds actually. <laughs> Brady's gonna Brady had to leave New England to get that to actually get paid legit, but then he's gonna drop six million. Yeah, boys, it's more. It's six and a half million for thirty. Just seconds. said that. <laughs> uh, you said five million, no? No, I said six and a half. Lefty said five. Well, Berkman's credibility just went up a couple points. Oh, back on that. Podcast. If you were back if you're on last that, credibility. Um, let's let's talk about the actual game. I'll start off. It's time. All right. So we've been we've been wanting to talk about this obviously for a very long time, and um, so yeah, Super Bowl Fifty Six game predictions. Another home game for the NFC team. Exciting stuff. And my 
And first of all, I'm just going to go out and say who I think is going to win in the in and how they're going to win in the score. Does that, does that sound good? Yeah, just do winner and score. All right. And then, I, and then I'm also going to say MVP. Oh, yeah, that too. Okay, so I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to win Super Bowl 56. Um, I think they have a huge advantage coaching-wise. They have a huge advantage at the offensive line. They have a huge advantage at the defensive line. And if you win at the line, you're in a great position to win the game. They have great receivers and a great quarterback. Stafford's going to play well. The Bengals' defense is solid, but it doesn't really pose a huge threat. And I think the and I think the Rams' defense can definitely get it done, especially with that Bengals' offensive line. The secondary is good, too. They have the best corner in the league. Um, and a, a solid secondary all around. They have great linebackers, and obviously the defensive line is set. And that led by Aaron Donald and Von Miller, and they also have Jalen Ramsey, who will be on Jamar Chase. And Jalen Ramsey can lock up anybody. And on offense, Stafford's there, Cup's there, OBJ's there, Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson is back too. I think they're definitely going to be able to get the job done. And I think McVay's going to outcoach them. And I think the Rams are going to win 34-21. to 21. Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go against that. I think I think uh, it'd be pretty it'd be pretty annoying of me to be such a Joe Burrow fan and say all this Joe Shicey shit and then pick the Rams. I think Joe um, Burrow's starting to get a little overrated. I think I think his football skills are properly rated, but him as a person is being very overrated because he wore, he wore glasses and he's automatically like more famous than like Adele or like someone fu- like Eminem. Like, I think I think what you just said is the other way around. I think I think he's a cool person that's properly rated, but I think his football skills are starting to get a little overrated. He didn't oh, really necessarily have a. Great no one's game. really been talking about no, but my point is nobody's been talking about his football skills. They've all been saying he's worked, he wore Cartier glasses and he's the coolest person a lot. Yeah, like he didn't really have a, like a great game against. He had a solid game, but he wasn't like crazy against the Chiefs. I, I don't know. I that, that's just my opinion. I think I think he's got a lot to show. I think he's going to show us. From what, so I've, heard, from what that, I've heard from many you're saying, you're saying that the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl because Joe Burrow wore cardiac on the AFC Championship and he's a cool guy. That No, it's not what I said. Okay. I, you no, know what? What? Where'd you get that from? Oh, also, no. I want to say that the Super Bowl MVP is going to be Matthew Stafford. All right. So, Joe, all right, back to what I was saying. The Joe Burrow is going to lead his team to victory. I heard he's very cool, calm, collected. And, he, and he's, he's a winner. Um, Actually, wait. Super yeah. MVP Cooper Cup. Sorry, changed. I think he's right, Greg, when are we done? Can I speak? Yeah, now? Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup Rams win. 34 I know. I'm just going to go. Bengals. Greg, when, when you Bengals guys, like, yeah, we got to make go. a we, – we get you guys pick one pick the Bengals, one pick the Rams. But I haven't even seen my fucking score. I haven't even – I'm getting cut off left and right. Yeah, let Brett finish. I'm trying to say – 27 Bengals, 21 Rams. Evan McPherson's gonna have a, a good game, and and yeah, I, I guess uh, Joe Burrow will be MVP. And was that it? Bengals 20, yeah, Bengals 27, 21. Joe Burrow MVP. It's hard not to go with the quarterback. I think Cooper Cup's just gonna have a big game. Um, I don't think they're really gonna have much of an answer for him. And, and this is the prediction you've all been waiting for. I think Cup's really gonna, really gonna ball out this past two weeks. Wait, wait! You said Cooper. You think Cooper Cup's gonna ball out? MVP. Damn. You know what? Yeah, I also agree. Cooper Cup's gonna be MVP. But he, but you said that they're gonna you lose. You the Bengals. No, I like if if the Rams win. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to cut off lefty every time he tries to talk. If you, you didn't said know. no, you said Bengals win. Burrow MVP. I was no, yeah, I know. I was as soon as Lefty started talking, I would just say random shit right there, just so he couldn't finish a <laughs> sentence. I thought it was funny. So, 
right. I'm sure it makes quality content. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it does. <laughs> hey. So we got this has been a tough decision. As recently as yesterday, I was going with one team. Today, I've come to a consensus decision after running thousands of simulations in my head of how this game could possibly go. Lefty the mastermind. In one hand, the Rams have Matthew Stafford, a very good quarterback, very good receivers in Cooper Cup, and Odell's coming up big. At Their defense is strong, really strong. We got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, who can probably guard Jamar Chase. But if I've learned anything from all my years of football, you got to trust that gut instinct. You got to trust the team that has momentum. And that team, the team that everyone feels is going to win, we know we all have that feeling, that tingling, that we all know this year is Joe Burrow's year. This is, Burrow, this is the Bengals' time to win the Super Bowl. This is not Stafford's year. Stafford, no one has it. Burrow's the one with the articles all over ESPN about his cloud and everything. This is the time, this is the year that Burrow's meant to win the Super Bowl. No matter how many times he has to get sacked because they don't have an O-line, no matter how locked up Jamar Chase is by Jalen Ramsey, it won't matter. They got T. Higgins, too. And Joe Burrow is going to win the Super Bowl this year. Score 30-24 to 24 Bengals. I like it. I like it. I'm telling you, it's going to be the Cooper Cup show. Wait, Berkman, what, what was your score prediction? Like, what was the exact An MVP score? will be Joe Shiesty himself, Joe Burrow. 34-21. All right, know. so we are pretty relatively high-scoring games. I'm going to write them down. Um, I have Bengals winning 27 to 21. Lefty has Bengals winning. What, did, what would you say? 30 to I said 27? 24. 30 to 24. 30. And Berkman has the Rams winning 30. Say it again. I just said 34 to 21. I like, I'm not, I obviously don't think it's going to be exact because, like, that's oh, yeah. impossible to predict, but it's going to be in that ballpark. But I mean, yeah. that guy, that guy who did the both the conference championship games, we're probably going to make a field goal. I think it's going to be like close to 21. So I just went with that. So, first man, what are you scrolling on right now? Uh, you know, just like research. What, what, what do you research? Research and what? <laughs> you know, like stuff. stuff? Damn. What what type of stuff? Just you know, like stuff. You know what? I want, let's let's have Berkman pull up what he's on right now. I I, I don't I don't think that's uh lefty. It might be for your better cause. It'll be for your own. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, the Winter Olympics that I haven't watched. Berkman was quick to shift the topic there, but just to put it up. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're not a video podcast yet. Yes. Some of us would not be ready. Says the one with his ceiling. Yeah, says the one said his white shirt isn't good enough. All right. You're holding so, it like you're a girl that just came out of Lefty, shower. You're the, Lefty, oh. you're the skier. You want to talk about the Winter Olympics. Take us away. All right, so for this Winter Olympics segment, we're going to all rank the top three Winter Olympic events. There's some cr- crazy ones from bobsledding, like going headfirst on a sled at like, what do they go, like 80 miles per hour? That's, fu- that's crazy. I would never do that. Ski racing crazy skiers from slalom in those tight crazy tight turns to downhill going 100 miles per hour down the hill down the slope to snowboard half pipes and big jumps doing crazy 
like 1250 spin arounds or whatever they call it and flips. I mean, just things is, and then, and then some people, I don't know why I like to watch people dance and do figure skating and do, do curling, but a little that's bit of not everything. my preference. There's a little bit of everything. There's a little bit of everything. My personal preference, we're going to rank top three events. I'm going to do like broader categories because it's too hard to narrow it down. Yeah, I'll wait quickly. This is uh, this is uh honor. This is sponsored. Fuck. This is in honor of Sean White and his last half pipe ever in the Olympics. Came in fourth, but you know it's Sean White. You got to congratulate Sean White. He really changed the game and for all of the Winter Olympics. Proceed, Lefty. Hey, my ranking. We're gonna start it off at number three. We're gonna go with. Freestyle skiing events from from moguls, from the, when they do the moguls to the big air ski jump, it's crazy. It's electric. It's insane. I I can never do it. It's amazing to watch. At number two, never say never, Lefty. I want you to do that. Well, I can't quite one. do that, like twelve eighty front flip or whatever they do. But that's a little crazy. Nah, just do the just do it high as you can jump on like the high jump. Yeah, the one they like, that's not even like a ski mountain. At number at number two in my rankings coming in, we got snow snowboard freestyle events like half pipe, big air for snowboards, crazy events. I was watching like Chloe Kim dominate the other day. That was insane. And last but not least, at number one, I gotta stick with what's most natural to me. I'm gonna go alpine ski racing. They're they're insane. That's all I can say. I like, uh, trying the bobsled would be like really cool. Like obviously, I'm sure it takes so much skill, but I feel like being good. At it really cool. <laughs> I feel like if they could, yeah, it's like if you could just like put me in the bobsled and they could do the work. I think like I would love the ride. Exactly. Yeah. What are your I, thoughts? I don't on really curling? understand like how curling like works. I think of it as like shuffleboard on ice, but I don't really like understand like the purpose of the brooms. Like, are they really making a difference? Like, are they like really altering like the physics of like the like hockey thing? I'm sure. I'm like, sure they're doing something. Uh, it doesn't it just know. doesn't seem very like visually it doesn't like, seem like like most things in science like make sense after a little bit that one that one doesn't what about that sport like by by one when they do cross-country skiing and they shoot the targets that's fucked oh <laughs> uh, that yeah Th- there's some olympic events that are like you don't see every day or every <laughs> until the olympics that's like your skating one. is also probably like insanely hard and stuff and like the speed skating yeah it's just interesting, you know, like it's just all the shit that like no one like does besides like just yeah, nobody, crazy. nobody like grows up. Like when you, when you're asked like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, I want to be an Olympic biathloner. Like, I don't think anybody like, I, people that. play hockey, ice hockey, people ski, people snowboard. But like, besides Did, that, I mean, didn't they take I mean, the, the NHL doesn't go into the Olympics anymore. Do they? Like, no, NHL they players? didn't. They were gonna this year, but they decided not to. NHL I mean, players. There's so many good. For me, hockey just doesn't stand up to some of the other Olympic events. I feel like it does with NHL. I think it's sick. I think I don't know. I feel like the Olympics were kind of under the under. The NBA goes. The NBA players go to the Summer Olympics. Why doesn't the NHL do that? It was just no. They 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 didn't have time this year. They missed too many games. I mean, let's be honest. There's a bunch of shit going on this year. Still with COVID. I mean, I actually, unlike Brett, I find these Olympic events to be really sick to watch. They're crazy entertaining. I mean, I think the, the the, like the, I don't really watch it live. Just like the events that go on in the crazy, like from like any, these things are insane. They do like any of them. Make it look so easy. 
like, well, maybe not all, like half type ones, I'd say like 60% took bad, eat shit, but. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard. It's probably it's hard not to eat shit, no matter who you are. And if you're doing the half pipe, you're pushing yourself to the limits. You're gonna fall every once. Crazy. We saw even Sean White fell. He's the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, and, and even Mikhail Shefron skiing, face of the U.S. Olympics team, wiped out on two events. She's favorite, clear favorite to win gold. GS Slom took eight shits. I mean, happens to the best of us. So the NBA trade deadline just happened. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to do some more basketball content, but I can break down. I've been doing my homework. I've been watching a lot of basketball lately. I can break because obviously football's ending, so we gotta have something other sports related to talk about. But football's year round, so we'll be fine. Draft, fantasy, early rankings, stuff like that. Football's not going anywhere. We got um, we got some NBA stuff up our sleeve. We got too, NBA though. stuff. James Harden forced his way out of Brooklyn after a year. Pretty much didn't formally request a trade, but it was pretty clear he was out of there. Probably a little fed up. He did it respectfully. Probably a little fed up. I think he found himself a way out of the All-Star game, too. A little fed up with the situation, probably with Kyrie Irving and the whole vaccine drama. Um, No, he uh, just wanted the Philly cheesesteaks. He wanted to get fat again. Probably. I think he just wanted to be the last pick in the All-Star game, like he was. So he was traded to Philadelphia uh, for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks in Harden and Paul Millsap go to Philadelphia. So the new Nets big three is Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. And they got Seth Curry and Andre Drummond and two first round picks. The uh, Pretty good trade. Philadelphia 76ers are now led by uh, Joel Embiid and James Harden. So should should be uh, definitely going to shake up things in the Eastern Conference a lot. And t- building off this trade, let's go into the all-star game draft. LeBron, brilliant strategy. Three players left on the draft board in the Fred Van Fleet, Rudy Gobert, and James Harden. But LeBron James knows that Rudy Gobert's skills don't work in the All-Star game because no one plays defense, and he's a defensive-minded center. He knows Kevin Durant's drafting on the other side, and there's no way in any way that is Kevin Durant would pick James Harden after James Harden on the same day forced his way out of Brooklyn. So LeBron LeBron James decides to take Fred Van Fleet over James Harden in the All-Star Game draft. Oh, I thought it was Kevin Durant took Rudy Gobert over James Harden. No, no, no. Before that, LeBron oh. chose Van Fleet so that it would be Gobert or Harden oh, left. He was trying to force it on him. LeBron, <laughs> just, LeBron just took Gobert over Van Fleet. Actually, I don't know. What, what I, I noticed watching like the, fir- the first round, what, what's the first round called again? It was so – LeBron was dying laughing. The media guys were dying laughing. And Kevin Durant was just like – Kevin Durant was not having it. He's not even playing. He's <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Wait. What's the uh? Who's like you know like the first round of the draft? What are the what are the titles? You know what I mean? No. I mean LeBron was already trying to get res- a reserve yeah, replacement right, for Harden. LeBron jokingly r- said after picking James Harden, "Is he even playing?" What I was saying is the first the first round of drafts. I noticed LeBron took like all of the old guys, and Katie took like all of the youngsters. Like Trey Young, John Morant, all went to Katie, and like Giannis and Curry and uh, and I think it was everyone. But all right, I'm blanking. I'm abs- I'm trying to think of the name the of like the first round of All Stars that gets drafted. The starters. This I don't know. I think it's not that. Nah, they have a name. I don't know. Maybe I'm chipping. 
clearly I don't watch as much basketball as a lot of NBA people out there. NFL is closest to my heart. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> what are some other we other big trades? We had Sabonis get traded to the Sacramento Kings. Big names also trade for- in that trade. Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Um, the Celtics made some moves. Celtics Fox moves look pretty good tonight. Lefty Fox didn't Celtics get- brought back my Lefty. neighbor, Daniel Lefty. Tice. Fox didn't get As well as training for Sacramento Spurs shooting guard, Derek White, who had a big opening game today, scoring 15 on three threes. De'Aaron Fox did not get traded. <laughs> oh, I meant Buddy Heald. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that NBA trade island was pretty busy. Um, As it usually is. Lefty got a little Michigan shout-out win. Yeah. Hunter Dick. Forget the Super Bowl. Forget everything. We all know biggest game in sports, Michigan-Ohio State. Michigan-Ohio State basketball is coming up tomorrow. Is, that- is it? What? When? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. We got Michigan coming off. Big upset against number three ranked Purdue. Not only did Michigan go in, not only did Michigan beat Purdue, they knocked them off by 22 points. Looked like the team they were supposed to be going into the season. Hunter Dixonson was lights out, 20 something points, even hit some threes. The big, that big seven foot center, proving why he's an NBA, should be an NBA draft prospect. Let's go, Michigan. Michigan's going to make this run, get some arch madness, expect some big things from them. All right, we had we had technical difficulties, but uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Um, I, no, I'm just excited for I'm just excited for the Super Bowl. I'm excited for sports coming up. Uh, lots lots to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, um, go blue, go Cincy, Joe Sycic. We trust. Go lost, go Rams. Uh, I'm confident in my pick. Yeah. Uh, see you guys episode twenty. Uh, that's a, that's all a props, big milestone. All props, score predictions, MEPs will be. All in a post on Instagram, and we'll have a little competition on Instagram of who gets the most picks right. Yeah. Um, episode 20, it's a pretty big milestone, if you ask me. That's coming up next, as this is episode 19. But other than that, Best of Boys Area Podcast, episode 19, we are out.